Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I want to say what's up to everybody, and I hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, today, I want to talk about Tyree Nichols. Uh, Tyree Nichols, as you know, is the young brother who was killed uh, by these four police officers uh, in, in Memphis in a really unfortunate situation. And uh, I've been sort of following this Tyree Nichols situation just to kind of try to understand what was going on. And, uh, and I saw something today that really got my attention, that really made me think, hmm, I wonder if this fits my theory. Now, I told you guys from the very beginning that it was my belief that the Tyree Nichols uh, beating was not just a random act uh, that occurred just out of the blue. I don't believe that it was something that uh, that involved, you know, people just hunting black people and deciding they want to beat up black men and kill black men for no reason. I'm not saying that any of it was justified. Clearly it was wrong, but I knew, I knew, I know black men. I've been a black man my whole life now, and I can tell you my feeling from the very jump was that this was not sort of your straight up simple run-of-the-mill racism, uh, that this was actually something that was personal. I said, you know, you don't know, you don't understand. I know cops. My daddy was a cop. My daddy was a cop for almost 30 years. He was almost the chief of police of the city of Louisville where Breonna Taylor was killed. That's how that's how deep it got, right? When the Breonna thing happened, I, I called my daddy. I said, daddy, what the hell? <laughs> what what are, what are your colleagues doing? By the time By that time, my father had retired, but I knew some black cops on the force, uh, guys I trusted, guys that I went to kindergarten with, and they were kind of giving me the real deal of what was going on. You know, these, these were good guys that were really just kind of telling me uh, the difference between the reality versus the politics. I'm not going to really share much of any of that because I don't really, uh, sometimes when you lay out too much of the truth, it offends people. So I'm not even going to go there. But what I am going to say is that when I saw this thing go down, give me a yes if you felt the same way. I don't know if anybody else felt like that or if it was just me. How many of you felt that when these brothers did this uh, to this other brother, when these uh, five cops got together and decided we're going to beat this black man to, you know, till they probably didn't plan on killing him, but they said, we're going to beat him to, to an inch of his life. How many of you felt like they probably knew each other? How many of y'all felt like, okay, familiarity breeds contempt. Uh, this ain't just a random traffic stop. This is overzealous policing. Uh, this isn't just racism 101. This is, I'm going to kill that Negro, right? Like that, like street stuff. This was gang affiliated. This is a gang hit, right? And in case, in case you don't know, the police department is a gang. <laughs> They're just, they just happen to be the gang, the most powerful gang in the city back with the power of the state. But in many cases, cops operate just like a street gang. They have a code just like street gangs do. They have loyalty to one another just like street gangs do. My daddy told me when he joined the police force many, many years ago that he had white guys on the police force with him who were members of the KKK. Believe it or not, he literally joined the force with white guys who were members of the KKK. And he said that those white guys would back me before they backed somebody on the street. He said they would protect me before they protected a white guy on the street. That's how deep that blue line went uh, because the blue line was obviously out of control, but it was also driven by this intense desire for safety. If we stick together, we can stay safe. Problem is that the police became militarized during the crack era and you started giving police weapons that would kill people in an instant. You started giving them uh, too much authority. You started allowing them to run rampant over uh, citizens, more vulnerable citizens uh, in our communities, particularly black and brown people, uh, poor people, et cetera. And that's when policing really became a big, big, big problem. But I'm going to tell you this. I never really hated all cops, I, but I definitely have an issue with bad cops. And I think it's very important that we always distinguish between the good cops and bad cops, because I guarantee that if something happens to you tomorrow, you're going to call the cops. You might hate the cops, 
But there might be a time when you need the cops. And I guarantee you that when you need the cops, you're going to call the cops. Give me a yes in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. If you understand that this is a nuanced conversation, this is not a Democrat or Republican conversation. This cannot be left or right, red or blue conversation. This must be nuanced. We must understand. Give me a yes if you want this, if you want to break it down like this, as opposed to getting caught up in the stupid politics of it all. Where uh, you got white people got convincing you that black lives matter, even though they letting black people die in the hood left and right. I don't I never bought into any of that. I'm not in that category. You can't put me in a box. So let me jump into this. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Let me give you uh, basically kind of a synopsis of what I've seen. Um, And uh, and and I have not fully confirmed it all. So if there's more confirmation, I'm going to keep looking for it. But I'm going to share what I've seen so far. There is a discussion about a guy named Demetrius Haley. Demetrius Haley is one of the officers that was involved in the killing of Tyree Nichols. Uh, Demetrius Haley, according to uh, several people on the Internet that have been talking about this, Demetrius Haley has a wife or ex-wife or ex or something. Maybe they're separated, they're divorced or whatever the case may be that works at FedEx. Well, guess who else happens to be affiliated with FedEx? Can anybody guess who might also be affiliated with FedEx where one of the officer's wives uh, apparently works again. I again, I, none of this is completely confirmed. This is all stuff. This this is not solid, thorough, deep dive journalism. So do not mistake it for that. Right. I encourage you to go do your own research with it. But I want you to. But I have to lay it out there because this fit entirely with, with my theory. I told y'all this wasn't no random traffic stop. This wasn't just no like oh we're gonna find us some niggers and go kill us some niggers to die. This was personal. This was absolutely personal. I believe it was personal. And even if it's not confirmed, I still believe it was personal because, again, I bet if you go into the background of Demetrius Haley and the other cops involved in this killing, including the white guy that for some reason they haven't charged him to. I don't know why they haven't brought him out. They need to bring him and deal with him, too. Um, You know, here's the thing. It doesn't make it okay though. Right. It doesn't make it okay. So so let's be clear. We're not exonerating the police. When I hear saying, oh, yeah, see, that's why they killed him. Maybe you got to kill him because you sleep with a man's wife, man. That's what's going to happen. No, I'm not saying that. You can think about it how you want to. Right. People take that sort of thing seriously. Uh, The penitentiaries are full of men who killed other men because they were sleeping with their wives. Uh, Will Smith ran up and slapped Chris Rock because he disrespected his woman. Right. Imagine if Chris Rock had slept with his woman. Right. Then it would have got real gangster at that point. Right. We encourage that kind of behavior in our community. We encourage our black men. Show your manhood by going and showing up and beating the hell out of somebody to mess with your woman. Right. And I I don't I don't agree with that all the time. I kind of think that the woman holds some responsibility. I think that if it was the case that that woman was involved in connected in some uh, some problematic way with Tyree Nichols. I look at the woman, you know, the women make their own choices these days. They don't you can't beat a woman over the head with a club and make her sleep with you or whatever it is. I'm not even saying that Tyree was sleeping with her. So let's be clear about that. But there was there appears to have been a connection, at least based on a lot of stuff that I'm seeing online. Now, um, here's the thing. Here's another thing that made this very credible for me. Again, this is personal experience. right? This is not not deep dive journalism. I'm not NBC. There's more research out there. I'm going to keep looking. If I'm wrong, then I'll just be wrong. I'll admit that I'm wrong. But when I saw this, it really kind of struck a chord with me because let me tell you this. In many cases, there are a few men more jealous in a relationship than police officers. Has has anybody ever seen? I'm not talking. I'm not stereotyping all cops. I'm not stereotyping all, all cops. But. I can think of a time. Let me tell you a story. When I was many years before I met my wife, <laughs> I met a very nice lady 15, 20 years ago 
who uh, I b- gained an interest in. Uh, she said, yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of a divorce. I said, okay, that makes this okay. That makes it all right for us to kind of get to know each other. And she said, but my husband is a cop and he is watching my house. Uh, he is uh, threatening to kill me. And I don't think you want to come around here because my husband, um, you know, might not take it so well. And I remember and when you're talking about police officers, you're talking about a special kind of human being. Uh, special in a good way, special in a bad way. So in some cases, and the good way is that cops are brave and willing to go. Most cops, good cops are brave and willing to go into dangerous situations and put their lives on the line for perfect strangers. Every single day, my father got up and went to work. My mother would worry that he wasn't coming home that night. It takes a special person to do that kind of work because basically you're a soldier. Shout out to every soldier in here. It takes courage to do that. The downside of that, though, which is why they do the mental health checks for police officers coming into the force, is that there are some men and women who want to be cops so they can have power and authority over others. And that is where your big problem is in this situation. The big problem here is that you have individuals on the police force who believe they are above the law. They believe they can go out and plant drugs on somebody and not have it be a problem. They believe they can falsely accuse somebody and not have it be a problem. They believe they can steal money from dope dealers and have it not be a problem. Some of them, there have been many cases where cops were even hired as hitmen. Uh, Biggie and Pac, their murders were connected to pol- former police officers. So so this, to me, is what it crossed into in my view. I really, my spidey senses tell me that the Tyree Nichols incident spun into this space where you have um, people that are police officers that put on the uniform in the day, but are really gangsters that are just verified by the state. You know, they, they, they're just the same way the thug down the street might pull out a, a strap and kill somebody. Well, well, what better way to be a contract killer or a hitman or, or a gangster than to get your to get your police uniform? Then you can kill black people and no one will ever question you. You'll get a badge of honor. The police department will say, good job, son. You're 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 one of the best officers on the force. Right. Because actually they they, they show that. the uh, And this is why this prosecution of these officers is so important. Studies show that the victim of the perpetrator, excuse me, the race of the perpetrator is not the driving factor in whether or not a person gets prosecuted uh, at a high level when they commit a murder. It's not the uh, race of the perpetrator. You know what it is? It's the race of the victim. It's the race of the victim. So in this country for many, many years, if you kill a black man, give me a yes in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. If you kill a black man, you're far less likely to go to jail than if you kill a white man. If you kill a poor man or poor woman. You're far less likely to go to jail than if you kill a rich man or rich woman. Uh, when I was in Nigeria, I remember hearing these guys. They, I guess they thought because I because we all a bunch of rich people sitting around, they could say it, say it in front of me, and I, it bothered me, it disgusted me. They said it. They said, "Oh yeah, here in Nigeria, if you if you run someone over and kill them, you just pay enough, you pay some money, pay a few hundred dollars, and then it'll go away." They literally said that, and I was like, "Oh well, I don't want to kill nobody," <laughs> and that, you know. And I, thanks for letting me know, but yeah, I hope that we don't have to apply that rule. Um, and then also, I think about when my best friend Greg Wilkins got killed in Louisville, Kentucky, my home city where Breonna Taylor was killed. And I remember that his death, because he was a black male, did not mean anything. They they don't care when black men get killed. So so the Tyree uh, Nichols uh, prosecution is important for that reason, for the fact that uh, if you want to point to an incident where the world is showing that maybe black lives matter a little bit, 
then this is showing it. It's saying, hey, look, we know maybe, maybe this was personal. Maybe this was something where y'all just decided y'all want to get together and get and get into thug life. You know, again, no, it's no different to me in my mind than just a bunch of street dudes who all got together and decided to beat up another dude. The guy dies. I don't think anybody planned for that, but there is a price to pay for that. There's a price to pay. And then also there's a, there's really a point to be made about choices and decision making. You know, and, and this is important. We talked about this a lot during the Will Smith incident. Well, all, you know, all my friends that were, <clears throat> that, you know, and I, I get it. I hear everybody that was saying we got to protect black women and, and what Will did was right. And that's the way to do it. And I had a problem with that. I felt uncomfortable with that, with people cheering on Will Smith for slapping Chris Rock because I said, yeah, I get it. We got to protect black women. Yeah, I get it. You feel some kind of way if somebody is doing something uh, un, untoward with your woman. But but people get killed over that stuff. You know, you go and you decide you want to slap anybody who looks at your girl, talks to your girl funny, gets involved with your girl. Well, the prison is full of men who decided to go out like gangsters because of something that happened over a woman. And if you if, if you do that, if you make that choice, I just want to say I hope that it's worth it. I hope that it's a woman who really, really needed your help. I hope that it's a woman who's really, really appreciative of what you did, not some ex who's pretty much dumped you no matter what. I, I hope that you're willing. I hope you truly understand when you take those penitentiary chances that you might end up looking like these guys that are being prosecuted for, for killing uh, Tyree Nichols. You know, I, I, I just really so it really bothers me, uh, especially if the, that woman has moved on, if that woman is living her best life and she decides she won't go jump in the bed with some other guy. Man, if you can't handle that, then go get a therapist. Get a therapist that will talk you out of going and doing whatever it is that you want to do, because we've all felt it. Jealousy is a horrible, horrible energy. And also on top of that, maybe you may want to make sure you don't hang out with a woman that's going to really test your jealousy in that way. Like that's not cool. You know, and so so ultimately I, I I feel bad all the way around. You know, I feel like this was um a scenario where uh it was clearly an unfair fight. Five guys, they had the authority of the state backing them, and uh, and they they made a bad choice to go after this guy. Uh, be, uh, allegedly, again, this is all what the internet's saying. So maybe this isn't. Maybe I'm just talking on the side of my neck. If I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. I promise you that. But but I really believe that that whole theory that there was a connection with these individuals, and that it, it, and, and when I heard that it involved a woman, I said, okay, I get it. It's a cop pissed off that some guy is messing with his woman. He gets his boys who back him up to go pull this guy over. The plan is to beat him up badly, and he ends up dying. Now they all go to prison. So you're going to prison because you got caught up in some sucker shit with your homeboy, which happens to many, many black men in this country. That's why you got to raise your sons right, teach your sons to be leaders, not followers, teach your sons to walk away from bad situations. Or If your sons are following the crowd, then they're going to end up getting killed, too. They're going to go to prison, too. They're going to end up in bad situations, too. So teach them how to be leaders, not followers. Very, very important. You know, so, so one black man is dead. Five black men are going to jail. Maybe a white boy will go to jail, too. But that's what I'm seeing in this situation. This ain't Emmett Till to me. This ain't Emmett Till. Uh, th this is this is not uh, even um, uh, what, what's uh, what is it? Uh, uh, George, what's his face? And um, uh, I forgot the name that 10 years ago. Trayvon Martin. This ain't Trayvon Martin to me. This is. Uh, five dudes that were mad who had the power of the state that allowed them to go seek revenge, allegedly, on a person who uh, they ended up killing, probably not intentionally. They probably just planned to beat him up real bad and teach him a lesson. But now everybody's being taught a lesson. And believe me, uh, you know, the school of life can teach you some horrible, painful lessons. And I hope that you uh, you and your son never have to learn this the hard way. So uh, anyway, that's my two cents on the situation. I just wanted to throw that out there.
Uh, if anybody has a question, please leave it in the chat in the comments. And and uh, maybe some of y'all are down in Memphis and you know some stuff that's going on. I kind of think that those connections amongst black people are a little bit more effective in terms of finding out what the real story is. I don't want to know the CNN version of the story. I don't want to know the Democratic Party version of the story. I don't want to know the Republican Party version of the story. I want to hear the real story. And that's really um, what I'm actually interested in in this situation, because there's always a lesson to be learned. You just got to make sure you learn the right lesson. So anyway, guys, uh, that's it. That's it. I'm out of here. Um, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell so, so you'll know when I go live. Also, uh, on my website, voicewalkins.com, I did a presentation the other day that everybody loved called uh, How to Make Money Without Working. Uh, it talks about stock options and selling stock options and how to make money with that. It's pretty cool. So feel free to go to voicewalkins.com to take a look. Also, my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, is out. It's on Amazon. And so if you get it on Amazon, if you could leave a review, I'd appreciate it. The reviews so far are pretty good. Or you can get it on my website. So anyway, take care, guys. Have a good day. God bless you. Uh, my wife is waiting for me to go running. So I'm going to go hang out with my baby because uh, I, I, I protect my black woman by being nice to her. So she ain't, ain't out here trying to get with some other man because um, but even if she did, I'd have to move on. You can't go chase a woman down and, and beat up anybody that looks at her because I don't think that's the best way to go. I think that a real man knows how to move on and find somebody better, find a better option. Don't go to prison over somebody who don't even love you no more. But if it, it, I don't know if that's the case or not. But if it is, then I feel very sorry for everybody involved. So take care, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three, what did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.